Welcome to Creating Grin, where a group of us sit around ye old table playing Dungeons and Dragons, my favorite pastime. My name is Eric, and I will be your dungeon master for this chapter of our tale, playing in my homebrew world on the continent of Alteratus are the players. To my right we have... I'm uh, Katie, playing Arya Carlos, a tiefling rogue who is tired of magical traps. And I'm Brian, playing Kubrick's Goldfound, a human grave cleric. And uh, Kubrick's is actually finally feeling better after having touched that blue crystal. Mm-hmm. And I'm Jason, playing Gora Thunderfist, a Goliath fighter, and you can now call me for all your insect exterminating extravaganzas at your house. Excellent. <laughs> When we last off, left off on our previous episode, you guys had just completed the puzzle within the round circular room, acquiring a long tube-like item, um, and the item when struck against something while Ari and Jayella were kind of jostling for it, seemed to magically open said door in which everyone rushed out into the hallway to meet Kelbergs, who was left there standing in the hall, scratching his head, saying, I wish I could do something, but I'm outside. <laughs> so, I ask you, what would you guys like to do? Still in this mysterious dungeon. I don't think that was the right room. <laughs> I mean, we got something out of it. <laughs> well, you guys got something out of it, I, I, I believe, so... Um, also creepy shadow person. <laughs> creepy shadow person. Okay. You know, I'm kind of glad I didn't go in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to the next Great. room? <laughs> sure. You can go first this time. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yes. You literally tried to pull me into this magical whatever it was. I, we need to have a discussion about that. That's what Jayala was. Did you want to die? Uh, I could have evaporated as soon as I crossed through there. All right, that was the risk I was willing to take. <laughs> With my life, thanks. Appreciate that. And my own. <laughs> I'm sure you would have pushed me first. Is all she says. Yeah, I would have dragged you behind me, probably. Maybe. Onward is what I would say. Okay. For our listeners out there, what's our marching order? We're just kind of going. We're just kind of group. going as a group. Um, I mean, I guess, sure, I'll, I'll take the lead. Why not? They're, they're moving back towards <laughs> the floating blue crystal that created the fork in the tunnels. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Kelbrooks is going to actually touch the crystal. Yeah. Uh, because I know after discussions, yeah. last time I tried to touch the crystal, you had said, you know, potentially I felt a surge of energy. You do. Hoping that occurs again. Yes. Let's see. It, it will. So the illumination gets brighter, the crystal gets brighter with you know, all that stuff, and you will feel a surge of energy kind of tingle and surge through your arm uh, that you touch the crystal with, and you will recover a lost spell slot if you've lost one. I have. I Great. used a, a third level spell slot to do a ascending. There you go. To try and find out what the hell was going on in that room and <laughs> got will no information. The crystal's light will dim and it will grow dimmer than it was when you guys entered it, but it slowly starts to build over time. So it's like recharging, if you will. Okay. Uh, continue going forward through this. Today. I would 
as you guys are walking and Kelbrick said, did this, I would like for you guys to give me a perception check, if you wouldn't mind. Probably like 10 or better, pretty easy. Oh, of course, that 20 for Jayala. Wasted that goal. <laughs> 15. Six. Gorath is completely oblivious. <laughs> Arya and Jayella will literally see as Kelbrix looks back at them, perhaps, to say, come on, let's go. You will see kind of these tiny little, like, arcs of energy, blue energy, break through his eyes. Hmm. It looks no different to you, Kelbrix. Yeah. Just so you know. Let's, let's go, guys. She looks to you. Jayella does. Arya says, that was wild. I was, I was so tired of magic. <laughs> <laughs> As our group ventures down the right fork in the pathway, they will travel in a kind of a, I guess, a rounded hall, roughly around 90-ish degrees, kind of going around. As you come to a, like a doorway in front of you, and then the hallway will kind of curve off to everyone's right, if you are facing said doorway, and goes to another direction. <clears throat> well, um, shall we take uh, door number two or pathway number three? Is there anything written on this door? Funny you should ask. If you look at the door, you will see yet again another constructed adamantine door. There is an inscription that can be seen on this door. It is written in common, so all may read. The inscription reads, the answer you seek are where the answers you seek are within the eye of the beholder. <laughs> is what you have on the door. Okay. The answers you seek are within the eye of the bold. And yet another circular, shallow indentation, two inches in diameter, much like the doors before, sits exactly where a door handle would be. I thought we keep going. <laughs> so, at least they're consistent with the door handles, imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Um, so you, you don't want to go in this door? I don't know. <laughs> that sounds sketchy. Jaiella will grab her hand and say, no, come on, let's go. And she'll start pulling you towards the door. <laughs> we should do this. All right, sounds great. I was just kidding. And she throws your, kind of tosses your hand back. I was just kidding. You're the one that has the key, so, uh, you know. <laughs> Did you want to go in this door? I have a feeling we might need to. Um, okay. <laughs> I will walk up to the door and open it. Okay, so walking up to the door, you place the Arcanist symbol recovered from the River King's trident into the two-inch diameter hole. It will do the exact same thing. A cylinder will protrude out, leaving space to where you have two holes you can plunge the tuning fork in. You strike it before you do so. All the mechanisms operate. <coughs> excuse me, the exact same way. And the door will open. As the door opens, there's a cold rush of air that hisses slightly and hits you. Ooh. It is dark. 
So your dark vision will kick in since you are opening said door. The torchlight in which you are still carrying will also start to creep inside there. As I will... Reveal it. Ha ha! Uh, mm. Okay! So, for the listeners and even the viewers, for a little bit of explanation. What you see currently, Ari, is a stone set of steps that goes down 15 feet to a suspended stone walkway that moves across to the other side of this room. As the stone walkway reaches 10 feet past the bottom of the steps that you're currently looking at or facing, um, you will see that there's a T intersection that heads left and right on the opposite side of the room, and there is a, another set, there is two sets of steps that lead down an additional 15 feet to a lower level. Uh, that'd be one on the right and left side of the opposite side of the room. Now, there is more. If I get on the right page of my notes. <laughs> Ari, you can currently see on the back of the, but on the other side of the wall, the back wall, across the way, uh, there's a 12 foot by 12 foot section of wall covered in holes. The holes are about roughly from this distance, two inches deep, best you can tell. And you will also see from the torchlight glinting there seems to be the glint of some sort of crystals or jewels in these holes. You count nine of them. <coughs> so nine holes? No, 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 nine glints. Nine glints. Yes. In and I'll say it's pretty easy holes. with the light. It'll be a yellow, a, a red, a blue, an orange, a purple, a black, and green. A light blue and like a clear or a diamond or a crystal. They're like just plugged into these holes or sitting in some of these holes randomly. And there's a ton of holes. And I will show you guys on a piece of paper, old school. This is roughly what you're looking at. And I will attempt to show you on roll 20 as well. I tried to do my due diligence. Make sure I do not expose too much information. But here we go. Changing. You scroll over, zoom out, keep zooming. It's literally the same thing on the paper, a little bit more colorful on the screen and easier for those watching along on YouTube to see. Thank you very much. That's what you got so far. Okay. As you are standing in the doorway. And I'd like for Ari to make a strength saving throw. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, hey. 16. Uh, you are nudged, but not enough to go into the doorway by Jayla. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will step to the side so you can see him. <laughs> She will not take that, and <laughs> she will stay where she is. See the physical copy. Um, hey. 
puzzle time. Puzzles, puzzles. The best thing for you audio listeners out there are visual puzzles that the three of us are notoriously terrible for. Yes. Apologies, listeners. <laughs> so, I am going to transition back to our dungeon map, I guess you would say, for now. So that you can see kind of where we're at. Now, I will also, I think I have a mark on this map, I will put a red square on the wall where the puzzle is on so that we have that narrowed down. So there's a red square that can be seen. That's where the 12 foot by 12 foot wall full of holes and random jewels, crystals, or whatever are. Oh boy. Mm. Uh, can I look for traps on the stairs? You can. That's a perception check. Really? Uh, 13. Looks like stone steps. Doesn't look like there's anything standing out. Um. Take the torch and I'll, I'll lead. Okay, and... sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was gonna say the torch should be under here. Yeah. Okay. Because why not? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go straight up to this nice fancy wall and start kind of looking in it. Okay, Nari seems to follow suit once you do not die and or get sprayed with some sort of crazy toxin or poison. <laughs> As good. you have demonstrated, there are no traps. Jaila, Gora, you coming? Yeah. Okay. As you get to that point, Gorath gets to the bottom of the steps, the door, door behind you will close. That is cracked, but it will reveal something else. This. So, this is when the Hunter comes and yeah. kills us all. That's <laughs> because I use clever wordplay, doesn't it? You know my traps. <laughs> you just did That's right. Close the door. Okay, door is closed and it reveals something. There is on the back side, represented by the blue square that you can see. Brian, <clears throat> if you want to center up that map too, just because yeah. I know that bugs you when you go into the editing. You're welcome. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, la, 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 la. I gotta find it on my notes. Okay. All right, it is a intricately carved uh, in the back of of, of this door, uh, like a three dimensional kind of portrait of a beholder. There is a large round hole roughly about the size of a cantaloupe maybe a little bit bigger right where the center eye stalk would be in the door well that's just great that's what I will say now what now we've solved the puzzle don't understand the puzzle well, um, can I roll a nature to see what uh, Kelbricks might know about the Hollanders? You can attempt to do so, sure. Okay. 
nature will be 12 plus 0 for 12. You know that they are kind of powerful creatures. Mm -hmm. They a lot of times will kind of reside in dungeons and other places like that. They typically like to be, not all of them, but a lot of them like to be kind of isolationist or a lot of um, most of them have multiple eye stocks that can range based off what type of creature they are. Uh, your, I guess your more classic beholder would be like 10, you know, 9 to 10 eye stocks that you would see like on the front of the monster manual or, you know, you would have seen in other books. Um, that's about, you know that the eye stocks are dangerous, that they have magical properties that are deadly and... I would even say that you probably haven't met too many people who have encountered A.B. Holder and lived to, live to tell the tale. Yeah, of course. Probably. <clears throat> okay. Do the darker circles on here look like they can be moved? Or like something nope. in them? No move? circles there, but very good. If you didn't have an inspiration point, which I'm sure you do. I do. Yeah, you would have oh, one. Oh, you get one then. You earn an inspiration point. They are slightly different. You notice that there's actually a pattern uh, to said holes. And while we're here, I will reveal this. Brad's going to be busy on the mouse and keyboard. Mm-hmm. So what Ari notices with her keen eyesight is this. Let me zoom out because I have a very large picture of my face. Hang on. Boop. So there is a pattern, a created pattern, you notice. And she points it out, and you're able to use your fingers to kind of point out the pattern so everybody's on the same page. Yay. The DM loves it when these subtle things are found by their players and they don't have to scratch their head or pull their hair out because they're like, we don't know what to do. It's always nice when you guys yeah, start, start, start figuring it out. Figuring some things out. And you know you've sort of done your job kind of correctly. Almost. It's close, but not quite. A few... Distinct differences in the shape of an eyeball. It actually, yeah, kind of is. Um, that was pure coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to tell you out there, it's purely coincidence. Okay, speaking of beholders, yeah. as uh, D&D Beyond has rolled a one on the other. Oh, they oops, oops, you've fallen into an <laughs> unknown portal of another dimension or something. Oh, good. The little screen shows me B&B you failed. Hmm. They failed. I, I, so, if you move the white gem up and the red gem, yes. Can you make those? I, the question is, do we want to make it a mirror image? Or do we want to have the gems in the unique section? So, for example, mm. uh, the far left one has the top. It goes, what, three circles down, has a arch off to the left, and then down one circle from there, arch off to the right, 
down two circles and arch off, and then down one arch off to the left, and then one more down. For you audio listeners, I am terribly, terribly sorry. This is a very visual image. It is. You definitely should check us out on YouTube. And uh, so the best way image. the best way I'll describe it or help is there is actually nine rows. Yes. Uh, of these different colored dots and they're kind of like uh, various patterns to each row um, it is easier to see to tell you but these crystals each have an assigned row so the red going from left to right on our screen the red crystal is in the first column the yellow the second the blue the third orange fourth purple fifth the black crystal sixth green seventh the light blue eighth and then the clear is on the very opposite side of the ninth and final the columns are not even they actually start from small and go up incrementally all the way to the center point or the fifth one i think it is and then they start going back down to kind of pair up or match on the side the best they can How well that helped, I don't know, but leave it in the comments. Let me know. Say, hey, you need to do a better job describing. I was thinking, move this. You will hear the echoed voice of Jael say, hey, what's down here? She points down to the lower level. Yeah, we'll get to it in a second. (laughs) Okay. It might be helpful. I know. (laughs) Believe me, I know. I was honestly. Like I stated before, we've only got an hour to cover this. That is. The, the gentle nudge of the DM saying, hey, dummies, go look at this. What? <laughs> sure, let's go down and okay. see what's downstairs. Hey, for you DMs out there that are listening, not that there may be many or not, but yeah, the MPC sometimes can be good little tools. <laughs> it's not railroading. No, no, it's just hint giving. <laughs> it's the best way to naturally give hints to where it feels a little bit more natural or organic. Okay. So yeah, well, travel downstairs. Okay, as you hold on right there, you went down. Which side did you go down? I went down the right side first. Hang on. You will. (laughs) Not look for traps. No. And as you go down this... Assuming there's no traps in here. Yeah. (laughs) You will hear a click, and you will hear a bunch of things begin to, like, like mechanisms and things beginning to work, but nothing happens. When you get to the bottom of the steps, you will see... A poison dart coming. No, no, it's (laughs) not a poison dart. Um, A large... Giant spiky ball. Stone. Hang on. I'm gonna put a green circle on our map so you know roughly where it's at. Carving of a beholder. Some of the inner workings or the mechanism sounds are coming from either the stone statue of this beholder or the wall behind it. It's kind of centralized in the area. It's been cleverly placed directly underneath the stone walkway that you guys came into to where unless you were like looking over the sides, you never would have seen it. Now, let me flash back to our 
other map and I will reveal what it looks like because it's a it's a thing. And in order to do that, I need to copy this token. Paste it over. So it'll be on the opposite side of the screen. That's probably blacked out, right? Boy. So what you see is a large beholder. There are nine eye stocks. I think I did that right. Two, three, four. Yeah. Sure. That are on top of the beholder that are all pushed forward on the front of the beholder statue. The central eye is closed on this statue. And the mouth, of course, has all its gnarly, jagged teeth and stuff nice. and wide open, etc., etc. So in the background, for the listeners out there and even viewers, it's just kind of like you walk into a room where there's a ton of ton of gears and things kind of clicking and kind of like low monotone ambience as if something is working behind the scenes if you will that kind of sets our our scene in our tone. Ari's probably still up on the walkway. That is correct. Are you going to tell her what that looks like? Yeah I will holler up. Hey uh there's a giant beholder statue down here. Um, I'm going to go over and I'm going to see if I can move one of the eye stocks. Okay. Your passive perception, I hope, is higher than that. Yeah, my passive perception is a 16. That's great. You get closer, you move over to it, and what you can also see is the eye stocks, the pupil of the eye, are round and hollow, as if something can be inserted into it. And yes, you can kind of nudge it a little bit. It doesn't move. It feels as if it's bound or kind of locked into a place. But there is give. Okay. So you know it could be moved. So we need to take the gems, put them in the them. That's my thought, yes. <laughs> um, okay. Hey, um... Ari. Yeah. The 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 red gem, first one. Where is that located at? Uh, it... The bottom left. Bottom line. left notch. Yeah. You want to grab it and toss it down here? Sure. Can I see if there be any traps pulling out first? Make a perception check. <gasps> uh, dirty twenty. It. Looks safe. There's a little resistance, like you, it's almost like a light bulb. You kind of have to like twist a little bit, but it'll mm. pop out easy enough. You can go over and just drop it down the lower level, easy enough to catch it. Okay. And uh, as a matter of fact, see if you can actually manipulate the gems on our roll twenty map. I think I said that's where you guys should be able to grab them. Oh. oh, look at there. Oh, oh fail. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. I've got a solution for this problem. I'll just turn off dynamic lighting. Or just prevent. Nope, still can't. That's just dumb. <laughs> Change to where walls prevent. Don't yes, prevent. I know. I gotta do all that fun stuff. Now when you move lighting, then grab the red jet. Oh, I'm not that good yet. <laughs> That would be so many controls. <laughs> I need to get onto the overall page settings. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Dynamic lighting, dynamic lighting, daylight mode, update when dropping token, 
try that. Yeah, no, no. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll fix it. All it takes is this. Voila! Try it again. Move that ice. You can. <laughs> I made it a fully interactive roll version. Fancy. So I will take the red gem. Pop it in that far left eye stop. There is a ka-chunk in the eye, the eye, the pupil of the eye will begin to glow a red glow. If I die, well, just, just leave my body here. Yeah, just, these just, gems are... Okay, we will! These <laughs> different eye stops. So think of it, for you listeners out there, now that we've had a good visual, each one of these channels are literally like a gear shift in a car. It's the best way I can describe it. They're all, the different branches off from the center line or whatever are random. There are no necessary pattern to them that you could notice. And Kelbrick decides to, after he places the stone in, and try to move that eye stock. So it's literally like a lever. You can grab the eye stock, you push forward on it and slide it over. There's some resistance. Like you can tell it's not been done in a while or it's very stiff uh, to move it. And you will, and it'll drop into place. And the ice just continues to like hum a little bit and you will hear the sound of like stone slightly grinding from the center of the beholder statue as you see the eye the center eye that was completely yeah the the uh, the eyelid is beginning to slide open ever so slightly you know it looks like if you got all nine into place it could open completely yeah did it work I think so. Um, I'm going to need the other ones and know where they go. Okay. Yellow um, is second offshoot on the right. First on the right. Second offshoot. First on the right. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Tell you what. Draw me a map. <laughs> yeah, I'm like... All right. <laughs> go on the top or the bottom. <laughs> when you're saying second from the right, there's... I see there's three. The, the first one from the top. First from the top. On the, the right, right side. Okay. My right or your right? <laughs> should be the same right, Gorath. We're both facing the wall. <laughs> no, pull the yellow one out. Okay. Down to him. Yep, same thing. A little bit of resistance. You have control. You can manipulate it in. You plonk it in. The exact same thing happens. The crystal begins to charge its energy. And you have resistance, but you're able to move it and slide it in. And it will ka-chunk. The eye, the eyelid will begin to open a little further. And now you're beginning to see, you can kind of peer in there and see um, a glimpse of a beautifully smooth crystal or even diamond. You're not sure yet what looks like an eye that's about the size of a cantaloupe. And as a matter of fact, as it gets to the second one, your blue flame will snuff out. And you feel, being as close as you are, you feel the effect of a beholder central eye. Your magic starts to drain. Because if you remember, as a player... (laughs) As a player, if they look at you with their central eye, it creates a cone that is like an anti-magic field. So because you're very close, you're feeling it. It took everything away. If you step off to the side a little bit to kind of get out of that, which you can't, you'll feel it. The torch will reignite. 
and everything will feel back to normal. Okay, I'm gonna set the torch off on the ground because I can't see. Yeah. As soon as that happens, my vision goes black. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, I think I, I think I'm blind. <laughs> what? I can't see anything. Uh, um. You literally can look down and see him standing there with the the torches out. The torch is out. It it shouldn't go out. Can you walk uh, uh, towards uh, uh, my voice? Or the torch is out. I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we're the only one who can see. Uh, you are. You are. I'll, it's uh, completely yeah. pitch black. Uh, I'll step out of the, the yeah. I'll step out of this null magic zone. Yep. And everything, like I said, it'll reignite. You can place uh, the torch off to the side, and enough. You can place it in a spot off the side to give you light. Plus, yeah, would you know cover. that that's what's causing it? Uh, I would say we had a twelve on yeah, your on your name. Well, I would say yeah. it's pretty common knowledge. Okay, uh, I, I would I would say he felt the effect, and he's smart enough to put two and two together on that. Yeah. I'm giving you credit, man. Just take it. I'm wise. I'm not smart. Well, he's wise. Um, okay. Yeah, so... This is gonna be fun. Can you see again? I can, um... Okay. As the blue light filters... So there's a giant, um, like, cantaloupe-sized crystal, possibly diamond, not sure, but, uh, apparently it made the torch go out. The hell's a cantaloupe? It's an exotic <laughs> fruit. How do you not know what a cantaloupe is? Grew up on the streets, man. Uh, that's true. I, I grew up on a farm. It's true. It's true. <laughs> All right. Um, you want the next one? Yes, please. Where is it at? The top line. Top. Very top. Okay. And yeah. Drop it on down. Okay. So the process will continue. You place the jewel into the pupil, you slide it into place, that coincides with the directions given by Ari. Mm-hmm. Same thing will happen, chunk the eye begins to open up, the central eye begins to open up further. You can definitely feel all your magic gone, you feel completely vulnerable. Um, as you <laughs> do the fourth, the orange one, dropping it into place, following the directions of Ari. Fifth one. That's correct. Purple. You forgot a line. Huh? Eric forgot a line. Did I? Yeah. I thought I counted on that. Well, no, on the... Like, one of the red lines on the top. Yeah. In the oh, center. I got you. You forgot yeah. one of the okay, gears. Okay, I see. <laughs> Maybe I did. I totally did. I see it. You could see the dots. So yeah, I, yeah, I got it's you. fine. You know why I forgot a dot? Because it didn't. I'll tell you why. It's on my GM. Hmm. It's on there. Uh oh. Oopsie. <laughs> Magic. I just did not translate into my grouping of all the lines to reveal the players. <laughs> and the black crystal is dropped into place. The green mm-hmm. crystal is dropped into place. Directions are given. And slowly and surely, the sound of this stone central eye's eyelid opens up further and further and further and further. Anyone on the second floor will also begin, if you are standing either below or anywhere within the cone, because it's literally a cone, you will feel anything magical go. So it'll be like a weird sensation. 
your weapons feel anything magical, like your magic weapons or whatever will just feel ordinary. After going through this process, you will drop the last eye stalk into place. The central eye will be completely re revealed, as it literally is a gigantic, clear, beautiful gem that looks like an eyeball of a beholder. Lovely. It will slide out enough to grab onto. Okay. I will. Um, I will grab it. Now that we've done all that, I'm going to shift us back over. <laughs> Zoom us in. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> okay. All right. So you have it in your possession. <sighs> all right. I'm going to walk up the steps. Oh, that's large. I'm going to attempt to skip the steps that I triggered a pressure sensor sure. on yep. and come back up top. And you will do so. Okay. That's fine. Take the touch with you. <laughs> okay. Now, carrying this, it's pretty heavy too. Mm -hmm. Kind of in your bread basket or your, your stomach or abdomen area. I want you to roll D6 <laughs> and let me know what you get. D6? Yeah. I get a five. Okay. So, because it's an odd number, you have the eye pointed out away from you. So, as you walk up and point it, in the, like if you're walking there, the cone will go in the direction that you're facing. You literally are now a walking holder. So, as you point it towards Correct. everyone, like Jaella just feels exposed. She's like, oh, like all her magic is gone and everything drains out. Okay. You still have your magic because mm. the cone is facing out away from you. Calbricks. And your torch is still lit. I'm sure you found some way to kind of like hold on to it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> just like touching your arm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, luckily, you know, magic flames, they don't burn. That's mm -hmm. good. <laughs> Alright. Um, and then yeah, I guess go back and shove it in the, it in the uh, door. Okay, so where you, the cantaloupe shape just, is at. You walk just straight up, push it straight in? No, unfortunately I'm gonna point it back towards us. Okay, as you do so, nothing will happen. Son of a bitch. Alright, I'm gonna turn it around and point it towards the door. Correct, so it's magically locked door when you put the coin, the, the cone of anti-magic field towards or in the eye, it will disengage the magical door. So it'll begin to slide up into the ceiling and the door will open. Well, that's nice. It's literally just a puzzle chamber to keep you guys entertained. Can we steal those crystals now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're valuable. You, you'd estimate you could probably get 500 gold per just one of those crystals. If so, you want to try, there's a lot. Go for it. Someone stay in the door. <laughs> Gora. Come <laughs> on. You're the, you're the strongest. I'm standing in the doorway. Okay, so you put yourself in the doorway. And I'll. I'll be there to help uh, as well. More with my back into the other chamber. <laughs> okay, okay. So in case you can't, you just back out. I just back out. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> I look up. Be ready to go. But... Yep. Yep. Oh. Okay. And uh, Ari, right, there's a, a trap thing on the stairs. Be careful. There's some pressure. 
plate or something. When he points that out, you'll be able to see the discrepancies. Okay. I will hop over that. Yeah, give me an athletics and acrobatics. Hope you don't break your neck. Yeah, really. <laughs> and that's downstairs. how Ari died. <laughs> it's for the second time. For the second time. <laughs> Uh, 18. Oh, easy enough. Yeah. He'll just hop right over that little thing, move over, and move over to the statue, and you will be able to <laughs> take these out easy enough. It's a little like a little twist, and they'll come out. You'll be able to collect one, two, nine, eight, how many you want. I want to take all of them. Sure. You'll pull <laughs> all of them out. And as you're like there, you pull them all out. You will literally like. You're smaller in stature, and this is a pretty large statue, so you kind of have to like put your foot in the mouth and kind of like pop, you know, reach back in there to grab these eye stocks. When you come back down to the floor after acquiring all these, you will now see that the eye is back into the central eye that's open. It's pointing at you, so anything magical is obviously just a case. Nothing's happened. (laughs) Nothing has happened. So the largest crystal still there? Yeah, it seemed to magically kind of like reappear huh. or teleport back into. I'm not gonna take that one. Okay. <laughs> I will just go upstairs. Okay. You don't, you don't want a large crystal that'll prevent uh, magic from occurring? I mean, if you want that, I'll try and steal it for you. <laughs> Do I need to roll another acrobatics teacher? No, no, you've you've located it, so you can easily enough. Go ahead and just hop right over the steps and make your way. Makes it simple. Is Jayla still standing there? Uh, yeah, you haven't moved her. <laughs> yeah, I, I just kind of left her there just in case there was some <laughs> like intermediate, like somebody up top closer to Ari. So I will but, look at her and be like, are, "Are you coming?" Yeah, yeah. I was just making sure that everything was okay. Yep, we're good. <laughs> okay. Look out of the room. All right. <laughs> You guys will make your way outside the room. Gorath, I'm assuming you're going to be the last one there. Yeah. Go ahead and give me a perception check as as everyone filters past you out into the hall. Let me remove said door. A dynamic lady. Slide away said door. There. What's your perception, sir? Let's see. Let's see. It's an 11. That's not bad. Uh, 10 was the number you needed. You look back one last time, and what you will see as the torchlight is leaving is nine glints of colorful light back into the holes in the wall. (laughs) (laughs) But you're the only one that notices that. (laughs) And as you leave, the door will close. Okay, well, um, that one was a waste of time. Yes, it was. So we call a podcast filler. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right or uh, you know definitely <laughs> smart enough to figure the puzzle out yeah I guess let's go to the moving next onward room. down the Can tunnel that would be it. off to everyone's right it continues deeper into this mysterious dungeon or, or whatever it may be it will continue down a long much longer straightaway tunnel as the marching orders, Kelbrix, Ari, Jayela, and Goras single filely moving down this hallway, and you yet again come upon another smooth adamantine door Ooh. design just as the others. 
Door. With a be? inscription, yes, I'll finish your words for you. <laughs> written on this door. The angel rests as the demon watches. The guardians keep her safe. Be mindful of the steps you take or you shall f- uh, suffer her fate. And yet another shallow di- two-inch diameter set up the same as the other three doors. The two inside and the one outside. Rests. Can you uh, repeat that inscription? Yeah, nice? yeah, yeah. I will do it nice and slowly for you. <laughs> the angel rests as the demon watches. The guardians keep her safe. Be mindful of the steps you take, or you will share her fate. I think I said shall share her fate, but there's a typo on the paper. I know what I wanted to say. It just tripped me up. Shall share her fate. Okay. Well. Yeah. Um, Ari, you want to open this door? Yeah, sure. I think you might be the best person to lead the way as well. Because it sounds like we might have some traps. Great. (laughs) I will open the door. Okay, placing in the Arcanist symbol using the tuning fork as it has been used in the... Man, that tuning fork has been like the greatest thing. (laughs) Uh, You will open the door and I will reveal on the map... It's not just a tuning fork. No, I kept telling you. It's It's just just a a tuning tuning fork. fork. A large set of stone steps that leads down into a raised dais uh, sarcophagus or sepulcher that is very similarly carved and designed ornately like the one you encountered way back in River Rhine in the Tomb of the Unknown. There are alcoves. You can kind of make out off to the left and right, two of them to the left and two of them to the right of the chamber. There appears to be something inside those alcoves. It's difficult to see. Your dark vision can barely make out at the very end near the head somewhere, I don't know, you would guesstimate 10 to 15 feet near the head of the sepulcher or sarcophagus. Um, uh, Some sort of stone object kind of peering or looking over. Sepulchre or stone. Sarcophagus. Mm. I'm pretty sure it's a sepulchre. I think. Stone coffin. (laughs) (laughs) No need to get super fancy with it. Listen, I don't have a college education. Uh, (laughs) I barely can use words. I have a feeling we're going to get into some trouble. No. I don't think we have everybody's tokens up to date with their current HP. Oh, we're doing current up to date HP. <laughs> like, there's going to be some sort of trouble. Okay. Hey, I'm, I'm just figuring that. We're you gonna... should. You should. To the to the viewers and listeners. Currently, oh, twenty-eight. Ooh, currently at twenty-eight. Some reason. Torch move. I'm a thirty-seven. Okay. Okay. Gora, 63. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just just sorry. That was probably because of the shadowy creature did you some damage. Yeah. I only took like eight points from that, though. Yeah, but you also got hit by the. Uh, um, 
the, the centipedes. Yeah, because cool. I'm oh, down yeah. a little bit. There you go. 37 is not my max. 42 okay. is, so. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. All right. Um, I would like to look for traps. You sure can. You sure can. By all means, please look for any traps you think there may be. 19. Yeah, you can see two things on the steps that stand out to you. That's about as far as your 19 in your vision and everything will tell you. I will show you. There is two sections of steps that look like they are pressure plated and they are right there. Marked out with red squares. Mm, beautiful. Okay. Yep. Second step and fourth step down. Mm. Yay. Time to play some hopscotch. Hmm. <laughs> you can do that. You can also navigate slightly so, past the door, left or right. It is going to be, because it's very narrow, it'll be a slight acrobatics and or athletics. Not difficult, but enough to warn a roll. Do you want to just send me first? That's up to you. If you want to go first. I, I will just go first and I will hopscotch my way down. Okay. Ooh. Oh, hang on, hang on. Well, let's stop her at the middle. We'll see what she does first. Uh, I just look at her face. Look at all that camera. She she dropped the ball on that one. Inspiration. You do have do that. Have inspiration. Mm-hmm. Is it good enough? Is it worth a use? Uh, do critical fails count when you're not in combat? Technically, no. They just count as a one. <laughs> then he said. But make sure that it's good enough before you tell me the number. I don't think so. Make those choices. I'm going to use my inspiration. Yay! <laughs> That's better. Okay. That's a 25. Yes, you'll be able seven. to skip down to the first set of steps. Now, let her place her token where she would like to as she skips down the second set of steps. Can I look for traps again before you I skip down? You said you were skipping down the steps hopscotch uh, style, so no. I want to skip right here then. Sure. Okay. Perfect. I just build a little tension is all. Oh, cool. Thanks. You're welcome. That's what I do. <laughs> can I look for traps now? <laughs> you sure can. And you can also easily spot with your eyes and dark vision. There are these large kind of stone warrior-like statues. And they appear to be ASMR or <laughs> angelic looking inside these alcoves. Hmm. I'm going to go That's around the traps. Well, down the steps. well, number one, we know how well you roll with your athletics, um, right? I got a 19. Pretty, pretty. Oh, you will you will spot a couple where you're currently at. More pressure plates. There'll be one here. There'll be one there. <laughs> that was close. <laughs> That's why I said, let her choose her path. Yeah. What'd you get, Brian? I have a 18 plus 3. Oh, yeah. You, you'll easily, you're going to swing off to the left of the door. Yeah. Yep. And then you'll be able to see the traps because she kind of skipped past them. You can see that they're raised sections. And mm-hmm. you move down the steps easy enough right behind Ari, who is looking to her left and a little to her right. And she's like, ooh, boy. Mm-hmm. And you will also, Kelbrick, see the large stone carving or statues of these ASMR warriors. Okay. And with the torch, you can see the very back looking onto the... Um, sepulcher or stone coffin or whatever it is um, it appears to be a menacing looking demon figure roll me a nature check 
Justin, or can I? You can. I, I just figured you were kind of focused on your traps. That's fine. Never mind. I'm focused on the traps. Six. Six is good enough. What'd you have? Four. No. Because <laughs> the difficulty was literally five. You've seen these kind of demon-like creatures on the top of cathedrals and buildings. It appears to be some type of gargoyle, oh. if you will. Okay. As it is looking down from a perched kind of stone column or pillar onto this. Which is interesting because gargoyles are actually meant to ward off. That's evil. that is that's correct. And Ace and Mars are supposed to be angelic figures, right? Yeah, depending, yeah. They're, yeah. they're they're kind of celestial beings, I guess was the is the proper terminology for that. So is Jayella going first? Uh, Jayella is going to stay. She's like, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good right now. I'm going to stay right here. Okay. <laughs> Until I'm needed or called into. She's already had enough dealing with this this chamber. Well, I'm, I'm contemplating just jumping the whole way down. I think you could probably do it. <laughs> I think with a good enough athletics, you could literally leap down the entire set of steps. I'm just going to do this whole thing like... Ah. I'm going to move here. <laughs> As Ari steps off, giving a little wave. He does Gorath. that. The question is, was Gorath paying attention when Ari saw the traps? No, I don't think so, and Jason's shaking his head. I would have pointed him to him. <laughs> on the steps, to, yeah, yes. the steps on both, to them at least. Correct. Okay. <laughs> but I don't know about anything the, about the floor. <laughs> As he goes to jump, I'll be like, wait. Oh, no. Like, like mid-jump? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a ten. <laughs> ten will get you down to the bottom. Hey! Um, whether you jump onto said red square. I mean, you can literally jump right before it. So you probably jump. I'll, t- I'll put you down when you jump. All right. You, you'll jump into the square right here, and that's when Ari is literally like... If I go to step off <laughs> There's a bridge right there. And as she points it out, you'll be able to see the discrepancy as she points it out. And also one behind me. Your, your foot is literally like eight inches above the pressure uh, plate. I'm going to just take that right back here. <laughs> there you go, buddy. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to move around to the other side of the coffin. So I can investigate it. You sure can. As you move into that area. You literally stepped on a pressure plate that was hidden by the other side of the sepulcher. The door will close. Jayla will have to make a decision. She's going to attempt to roll in. And she will be able to do so. And down the steps. The door, <laughs> she, she will. Um, she'll go about here. On top of the other pressure plate. Which is okay, because one of them has been triggered. Each one of the pressure plates will drop as they all connect to the same kind of trigger. And then it'll reveal the fourth and final spot. The door will close. And the statues will begin to crack and groan as they will all begin to... Well, I apologize, there's only two of them. That will activate one here, and one here, and the gargoyle will also animate 
And that will be an initiative. Woo! <laughs> Do you have a negative one? No. Not a negative one. Just a one. No. <laughs> Just a one. <laughs> Just a zero. Has it been long enough for my strength to get back up? Oh yeah, let me check on that. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure... <laughs> Filler. Alright, so it says in the. You have to finish a shorter or long rest, so that's how you have to get rid of it. I thought it was something like that, but I am just confirming and I have just confirmed. Okay. So you're down until you shorter or long rest. And no, you did not take a shorter or long rest. No, we did rest. not. No. <laughs> Probably would have been smart, but you know. Eh. <laughs> when have we ever been smart? Never. Okay. <laughs> the torch does not get energy. Um, Wait, the torch what? Does not get I, energy. You have the torch and it popped up <laughs> on the initiative slot. Make sure everybody's on there. Uh, yep, yeah, let's see. Twice? What? Okay. That's yeah. what I was wondering. What the heck? I want to go twice. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take two turns. I mean... Do you know, got rid of yeah, I know, I know. Completely. <laughs> I there we go. There we go. Okay. So Ari, go ahead and give the audience the initiative that you rolled. Uh not twenty-three. <laughs> it's just green. <laughs> Kilbricks. Got zero. We've got hot. Oh shit, I don't have to do nothing nice. bad. <laughs> it won't even register zero. <laughs> yeah. Two minus two. <laughs> Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> Gorath. Nine. Okay. <laughs> Let me roll for... Oh, my gosh. What'd she get? That's funny. Nice. Where is her character sheet? Uh, it is... Oh, I know it's Not in this. Throw a trident. Oh yeah, I know, uh, but I, I never added it to my <laughs> inventory. <laughs> Been good to add. Yeah. It's uh, you can add it in there, and I customed it. It's okay. custom. I'm pretty sure it's the River King trident. So I'll be able to trident. Of the, it should be on there because I made it custom. Okay. I mean, as custom mm-hmm. as you can make it. It's probably been done 300 times over by somebody out there in the world, but. Okay, so she has a natural 20, 21 for her initiative. That was giant Ella, so that's a good thing. Now let me roll for these large stone creatures. <laughs> Brian, you said something. What, what's, huh? What, what is it? Uh, what's, what is it? Oh, I just, you know, I might, I might have a time for enough time to take a quick nap by the time it gets to me. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's true. Okay. And then... And for all of you that are out there as we are fixing our initiative order, we have launched a Patreon. Yes, yes we have. You can find us at uh, patreon.com slash crit eating grin. 
where we have ad-free episodes of our podcast, as well as some extras, depending on the level of uh, the option of your Patreon support. There's Um, some good stuff on there. There is some amazing stuff on there. We do have the backstory of Malway, which is a a nice, I believe, like almost two hour long video, as well as some one shot. Yeah, as well as uh, some episodes of Talking Crit, where the Crit crew here sits around and discusses episodes that have yeah. Been so cool. like, if you want like an in depth like either like us questioning each other, talking about the episodes, it's a fun little like 30, 30 minute or so episode. Yeah. Kind of dive into it and stuff. It's pretty cool. Oh, and then um, because I'm zero, do you want to move me above the round marker? No. <laughs> no, your, your punishment is that. Okay. I don't go. I have everybody's numbers in order. Ari is first with a 23. Jaella is next with the 21. The stone creature number one, who is in like the, I guess you would say the, <coughs> excuse me, the upper right corner of this room. Uh, would be third. Gorath is fourth. The next stone creature is in the lower left alcove. Mm-hmm. Uh, would be after Gorath. What was that fifth? Yeah, fifth. Yep. The gargoyle is sixth with four, and Kelbrix is last with zero. Top of the round, Ari, you literally look at the floor as it betrays you. You sink <laughs> down a few inches and, like, fuck. As you hear the snapping of stone and these things coming to life, starting to kind of look at you, you have lots of things to do. I'm gonna pull my rapier out. Yeah, quickly. <laughs> and I'm gonna step back one. Okay. And I'm gonna hold my action until something attacks me. Okay, action is held until something attacks. Back on there, so our people can see where all the pressure plates were in this room. Jaella is going to pick herself up for half her speed, and she is going to literally jaunt ten feet back into a corner near the doorway. So she climbs the steps back up into. If you were facing into the room from the door, it would be the rear right corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she too is going to hold action. Uh, she looks around nervous and she's like I don't know why I'm traveling with you <laughs> that's what she says that'll be her turn as the first of these stone creatures will come off of its pedestal it is a large creature mm-hmm. and it comes out head is nearly touching the ceiling which is you know 14 feet or so up Gorathis is bigger than you are sir but it looks fun that's- steps out it looks, and it looks right at Ari, and it's going to start going right to Ari. So, Ari, so you've got your held action. Oh, this could be the end of the podcast. You guys could die in here, and nobody know it. And this, We just start season two <laughs> next month. <laughs> Let's do it. Try and Let's not. I really ha- I've worked really hard for this story. I'd like to finish it. Uh, on that 20? That'll hit it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have any other dice. That is a six and three, four, nine. Okay, so your rapier strikes it. Sparks fly across it. Is your rapier magical? Nope. Okay, it does nothing to this creature. Cool. Yep. (laughs) As it now will... It's got so many cool things. It's going to literally, like, 
pull back its fist and just punch down at you. Please don't. Uh, and we have a all these little boxes, turnovers, a twenty. Yeah, that'll hit. And it deals seventeen points of bludgeoning damage. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and that hurt. And those numbers are falling fast. What is your current HP value? Eleven. Yay! <laughs> Season two, here we come. Well, that. <clears throat> You know what? It's got multi-attack, because why not? I'll go ahead. Cool. It's going to, like, kick at you. So it punches you, now it's going to raise his stone leg to kick at you. 21. Yep. 19. Bye. And Ari is going to... Huh? Oh, yeah. Uncanny dodge. Oh, yeah. Uncanny dodge that time. Thanks. Okay. Because I completely forgot about that. So you get that. half of 19. <laughs> still a lot. That's so still, at- like... Yeah. What, nine? Yeah. Yeah. Woo. You're still up. Well done. Gorath, your faithful companion and friend, Ari, has literally been almost two-shotted. She remembers after getting her bell rung from the first punch. Oh, yeah, I can rogue. <laughs> and he dodges. <laughs> Kelbrick's just like, use your skills. What Don't skills? Dodge and weave. Dodge and weave. Dodge and weave. Don't die yet. We still need to. You can dodge a ball. All right, Sinner. I will move up with the great axe out. Can I displace her, basically, and like kind of push her off to the side? Just like scruff of neck. Yeah, why not? Sure. I'll let you do that. I saw that bludgeoning. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. You're like, yeah. Is that okay, Ari? I mean, do you uh, want... Yeah, she's like out of it. You can, position, you can position yourself dodge. anywhere you want to, either back right, towards that. That's fine. Okay. Ari's a little concussed right now. <laughs> yeah. Just wait till the statue's standing behind is Ari. My, comes is my on. horns on straight? <laughs> Are my horns on straight? Is it broken more? <laughs> <laughs> and I will take a swing at this thing with the great axe. And your great axe is magical or not? It is a plus two. That is magical. Yeah. For you listeners out there, he's got one. I'm sure. That's a 27 to hit. Oh, it hits, yeah. Kaboom goes the weapon. That is 18 points of damage. Yeah, that's effective. It will carve into the stone. There are sparks, but evidence left that it does damage. I will attack once more with feeling. Yes. Um, But this time with feeling. (laughs) Uh, That is only a 14 to hit. Uh, 14 will not hit. It's natural armor. It will kind of twist or move, and it kind of slides right off the stone. And then that will end my turn. Okay. The second stone monster, or golem, is going to literally step out. It looks right at our Ari and Gorath, and then oh, its head no. goes whoop, right off to its right and sees Kelbrick's like, uh, Uh-oh. and it's going to go ahead and use a uh, slam attack on Kelbrick's. So its first punch is going to be a 15. That will miss. And its second punch will be a 12. That will miss. And it is disappointing in the demon's eyes. <laughs> and that will, let me double check all the cool things. <laughs> yep, looks like that's all it's going to do for now. Okay. Next up is the Gargoyle. It's pushed. I'm going to look and see all the things. Okay, it is going to whip out its wings. And it's going to fly. And I, you know, I think it's really cool what it's going to do. I think I'm going to have it fly and perch on top of the shoulder of the stone monster golem that's attacking uh, Arya Gorath. Mm. So it's like lands and its claws dig into the shoulder. We'll say the right shoulder of the stone golem. 
and it just kind of menacingly peers at Gorath. It's kind of like a bird Gorath, I'm just saying. It has wings. <laughs> <laughs> it has wings. And Ooh. it's going to, uh, that, that'll be what it does currently. Uh, double check, I want to say, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what it does. That'll end its turn as is now Captain Zero. Yeah. Alright, so I am going to cast Spirit Guardians using a level 3 spell slot. And that is a 20 foot radius. It is a 15 foot radius. 15 foot radius. It lasts for 10 minutes. What or color would you like your circle to be, sir? Uh, let's go with um, green. Okay. Why not? Those guardians whirl and whip, and they're all there. Beautiful. And then I'm going to move up to here. That way, at the start of the next turn, almost all the creatures are in it. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it activates like right off the bat. Or is this another one of those conundrums? I think this is one of those conundrums that has been like debated and discussed. Till the end of time. It just says, you know. it says that uh, when a creature enters the area for the first time on a turn, or starts its turn there, it must make a wisdom saving throw. Alright, we'll I definitely roll we'll it, go to the first. I, I would agree roll it that. of the first Wording, let me tell you, it's key in d and Yes, it is. They're very good at making it, words. It does not say not when cast. You got it. Some of you them do it. say that. Actually. So at the beginning of their turn, so, or if they enter into the area. I will uh, cast that, mm-hmm. and then I will pull out my shield. Shield's out. say, fuck, 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 fuck. Mm-hmm. And uh, that will end my turn. Okay. And it now brings us to the end of round one, top of round two, as our reeling rogue. <laughs> who's Aria? Oh, what's that? <laughs> Gortari. 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 Oh. Gortari. <laughs> yes. It is Ari's turn. You are bleeding from the nose and mouth after being punched square in the forehead. Um, am I able to stand next to Gorath, or is there not enough right there? You could do that. There's a square there that you could use. Off to his left. Here? Yeah. You can yeah. in there. There's between, enough space. Between a, you know, a rock A rock and a hard place, yeah. Honestly. And a grave. And then... It's closer to lay in the grave. <laughs> second question. Yeah. With this fancy new trident I have, yeah. it is a plus two, but do I need to be attuned to it to use those? It should tell you the requirements on it. I'm it pretty sh- attuned to do the, like... So it's a plus two weapon regardless. Stuff, but I can still just use... As a plus two weapon. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. correct. Because I'm definitely not attuned to it. You have to tune into it in water. Yeah. That's correct. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. Nobody it's looked really at it cool. like the past couple episodes. <laughs> like I forgot to add it. <laughs> yeah, no. um, so she pulls out the River King's Triton. Yes. Or Trident. We'll attack with that instead. Uh, 18. Uh, that hits. I will say... I'll say I was doing two-handed. I should draw my right. Sure. <laughs> it's fine. Two points. <laughs> well, no. You rolled a two, you rolled a one. Plus one. Oh, is your strike negative now? Uh, because it would be it's plus one. So but then, if it's a plus two weapon, it would be a plus three. plus three damage total. Yeah. 
Yes. Because okay. so the plus two goes in. Yeah, of course, sure. I screwed up. Try to use dex. Could it be dex based? No. No. It just did. The formula probably didn't factor in when I created it from scratch. Could it be? Because I'm not proficient. So you get plus two on your damage as well as your attack. That could be it too. What? But she's not that could be it too. Proficient with simple weapons. But you would still get, would the, still get damage. the bonus. You just wouldn't get your proficiency bonus while using it. Correct. So add two to the damage. We're just rolling with it and going. Yeah. We'll post edit. We'll fix it. Am I know. doing plus <laughs> two or plus three? You do plus two for the weapon and then you add your strength, normal strength modifier. So plus three technically. Yes. Plus three. Correct. Okay. Four. Yay! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. But I still get sneak attack. Hey, listen, this is happening <laughs> at tables all around the world. People debating what? I don't know if you would actually. Gord's right there. I know, but it's Doesn't not care. a light or finesse weapon. Oh, For the sneak attack? Or sneak it's attack? a ranged weapon, though, technically. Well, isn't it? Kind of, but you didn't throw it. But I didn't throw it. If you throw it. No, I did not. Then it's dex based and. It's not a finesse weapon. No, no, it's not. All right. It's literally not. Well, then that's all I got. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fine. I'm sorry. No sneak attack for the rogue because the no. weapon is not a finesse no. one. Sneak attack, guys. You pay a lot of money, you could like probably take it to a forger and make it a finesse oh. weapon somehow. I'm sorry. I'm going to use my bonus action to disengage then and move back. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jaiella Ella, Ella, Ella is going to go next. She did not do anything with her held action. I'm going to contribute it to absolute stunning fear once all this stuff just overwhelmed everybody. Knowing something was taking place and then all these creatures just come out of the cubby, she was like, oh, and froze. She's very young. She's an 18 year old. Let's not forget that. And let me tell you, they will freeze and be like, I didn't know. <laughs> so I'm going to have her do a sacred flame. And I'm going to say the sacred flame is going to be directed to the stone golem that Kelbrix is interacting with. So the golem will need to make a dexterity saving throw. And well, it's actually a... Hopefully it's gonna, bad. Gonna, 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 gonna pass that. <laughs> the flame will engulf the creature or close enough, but just miss it, essentially. Because he has a much higher dex because dice. And that'll be what she does, and she will pull out a weapon. She's confused as to what weapon to pull out because she's literally watched some of the weapons not affect and some of them affect. So I'll say that she will pull out her crossbow. She's at range. So she'll start working on that. That will end Jaella's turn, bringing us to the first of the two stone golem statues that has the um, go or the um, gargoyle. Thank you, gargoyle. Oh perched on its right shoulder. It is within my spiritual guardians. It, it has yeah. to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. DC is 14. So I will... Ooh, we got a nat 20. On roll 20, I digitally uh, rolled that. That stinks. He still takes half damage. He sure does. Three, five, nice. Uh, five plus eight is 13. Half to six. Six points of damage. 
Yeah. Excellent. So points of radiant damage. Okay. And then the golem. Was that for the golem? Or f- I'm totally blank there. That was for the golem. And the yeah. Okay, let me add that back. I took it away from the gargoyle accidentally. I was like, what did I just do? Six points. I mean, that's fine. You can take it away from the yet. gargoyle as well. Not yet. We'll get there. Not yet, my friend. All right, Nat is accurate. And now he is going to swing on Gorath. Mm-hmm. He's going to do a fist slam attack. It's going to be a 29. <laughs> And 21 points of bludgeoning damage to Gorath. And then he's going to attempt to Spartan kick him. Mm. Which is a melee attack. 16. Valiant. And that's 19 more. <gasps> You've literally taken 40 points of damage, if I math that right. That's a lot. Ari's fault. <laughs> so you're yeah, down kind of. 23. <laughs> <laughs> oh. hey, Gorath is down to 23. <laughs> You should have watched your step, Ari. You know what? <laughs> Blaming this on you. I'm doing my best. All right, so that will end its turn. It'll bring us to Gorath. How ironic is that? Right. You're up. No, I'll attack back best I can with the great axe. Bloody and broken. That's a 15. That will miss. It'll Damn. carve right off. Number two. And that is a 27. That'll hit. Reroll that. <laughs> All right, uh, twelve points of damage. That's effective. We will take the full twelve. Ooh. Anything else? That is it. Okey Second stone golem who is still focusing on Kelbricks after missing is going to attempt two more swings. Before it attempts two first. more swings, it has to make a wisdom save. It sure throw. the fuck does. That sucks. That's Cox, but has a nineteen. That's a success. It'll take half damage. Three, four, six. So it'll take three points of radiant damage. You got it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm scared. You should be. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then it's got to make its attack. Okay, so first slam from its fist. 29. That, that'll, that'll hit. 22. 22 points, of, points damage. of damage. Yes. Holy shit. It will now attempt to Spartan kick you. 16. That'll miss. Oh, crap. Thankfully. All right. <laughs> uh, you put the... <laughs> what I do? The, the, uh, the, the, the torch is what has the... Um, the damage? No, the torch is what has the uh, oh. uh, Well, just keep the torch with you. I am. I'm keeping it. Okay, yeah. okay. The torch is the spirit guardians now. There you go. <laughs> okay, that will end our second golem's turn. It is now the gargoyle is going to swoop off of the... No, no. <laughs> it's going to swoop right off the shoulder, and it's going to go to... It's going to make a wisdom I'm gonna... saving throw. It is. Yes. Because it entered in. Seven. Plus Wisdom saving four, throw. Eighteen. Fuck, that succeeds. It's what? He's gonna take eight points of radiant damage. Is that half already? That is half already. Oh, Sixteen. You were really good. I did. Yeah. It will swoop. I'm gonna play 
One to two, it's going towards Kelpers. Three to four, Ari. <laughs> Five to six, Gorath. Oh, thank you. Oh, wait, two, shit. Three, Actually, four. give me one second. Fuck! He doesn't take that damage. Oh, you lost concentration. I lost concentration. Oh. <laughs> it sucks being an honest player. It does. Uh, <laughs> take lessons out there, players. Be honest. <laughs> Keep it real. All right, he's choosing Ari, so he's gonna swoop oh. into. No, thank that. you. Yeah, I was gonna here. Hang on, let me take it off the torch, yeah. and then you can have it back. Zero. Save. There you go. Take your torch back. Mm. Okay. He's gonna swoop down, and he is going to attempt to claw at Ari. It is going to be a fifteen, yeah. and it is gonna be for three. Goodbye. And he's now. Did you fall? Yeah. Okay, so he he will <laughs> land on her as she falls, and then he's gonna like attempt to bite into her like. Hey, neck. no, stop that. <laughs> uh, does a thirteen hit? No. Oh god damn. <laughs> Brian, how does that work? We've we've had that happen. Well, if you're unconscious and you take if damage, if you're unconscious, you take melee damage. Yeah. It's two failed death saves. That's also, correct. When somebody is attacking you and you're unconscious with melee, they also have advantage. And it. Totally missed, so you're lucky on that one. Thank God. Uh, and that will end the gargoyle's turn as he is kind of like perched on top of Ari's. And it will be Kelbrick's, Captain Zero. Fuck. Um. Um. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I, oh, I could TPK these guys today, and I wouldn't even intend to do that. Yeah, I don't um, know what to do. I was gonna try okay. something, but no, I can't. <laughs> Next episode, I'm, we roll new characters. I'm going to um, cast a level four uh, inflict wounds on this big tall fucker in front of me. Oh, okay. Level level two okay. inflict wounds. Hopefully, I hit. That's a 14 hit. No, not a chance, bro. Sorry. I'm, I'm going, no. It's too late now, anyway. <laughs> I'm going to bonus action cast Spare the Dying on Ari so she doesn't have to make any death saving throws. Okie dokie. She is stable. Jesus. <laughs> you are now stable. Because that's the only thing I could actually do at this point in time. Yeah. Because if I move away from this dude, I'm going to get knocked the fuck out. Okay. I'm assuming that will end your turn. That'll that'll end my very unfortunate turn. That brings us to the end of round two, top of round three. Ari is unconscious. We will move along as her turn ends as she tries to uh, slumber away her pain. <laughs> brings us to Jayella, and Jayella is going to freak the fuck out when she sees her fall. Does Jayella still have the cylinder? Does Jayella have the cylinder? The one that you recovered? Yes. Yes, she is not thrown away yet. Okay. Sure. <laughs> She's going to cast <laughs> Healing Word at second level on you. Oh. And you will get back seven. You come to consciousness with a gargoyle trying to chew off your face. <laughs> get out of here. It smells like <laughs> earth and stone. <laughs> That is what Jayella does, as she will just maintain her position currently. She may have to be the um, 
the uh, the healer there for. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, that'll bring us to the first of the stone creatures that is focusing on Gorath now more than Ari, but in the in the same vicinity of the two of them. It is going to punch at Gorath. It is, ooh, 28. That'll hit. 20 points. That'll knock me out. And no, he... Wait. 20. No, I got three left. Oh, dang it. I was going to make a cool sound effect. <laughs> All right. He's going to take a second attack as he's now going to Spartan kick you in the chest. 12, that misses. Hey. That's a waste. Okay. <laughs> Gorath, your turn. You are broken. Badly. Bleeding. Bleeding. You're down to what? What's your HP? Three. Yeah, that's pretty rough. All right. We've seen him rally. We've seen him rally in the back. You still have that healing potion, right? I don't know if I do. Did you drink the it? The superior healing potion. Oh the one you threw. Cash in on the superior. I was going to say, somebody's got a superior healing potion. Uh, I think that's Ari that has that. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> All right, I'm going to attack. You should do it. Should, should do it. Uh, that is a 15, no, not 15. That is a 18 hit. If it 18? Yeah. That hits. Hey! Uh, that is 13 points of damage. That's effective. Carving in for 13. It looks at the marks you're leaving out like, what? Uh, attack once more. Yep. That is a 21 to hit. And that will hit as well. See, he told you pressure <laughs> steps up when he's he's backed up against the wall. And that is 14 points of damage. And that's effective as well. It's starting to show some signs. The little green bar is slowly moving. No, no, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> have you already burned up your... Uh... Oh, don't you have like... I a, still have stone endurance and things Yeah, like but that. you also have the... Oh, what am I thinking of? Like the action surge. We do have action surge. You, okay, I'll just make sure. Usually, that's when you like whip it out. Yeah. Do, do you want to do that now, or you, or were you saving it, or you just forgot about it? Yeah, nope. I might as well. I was gonna say no I, pressure. Yes. I just usually that's when you. I like, might as well use it because I don't think we have another shot. <laughs> I was like, just remind. I'm trying to be fair as a DM. All right, that's a 19, but that's a crit. Yeah, that hits for sure. And it's critical because of your cool stuff. My cool 19s and 20s, so... Yeah. 2d12 plus... You're welcome, players. You may have just saved your butts. Possibly. And me trying to rewrite a story. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so that's 27 points of damage. That's affected 27? Yes. Holy balls. Nice. Alright, bonus action. The the stone creature reels back like, what the fuck? WTF. And that is the a twenty-four to hit. That does. On crit. And that's fifteen more points of damage. And that was the bonus action yeah, attack. So now I get my second attack. <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> See? There we go. And that is, is a eighteen to hit. And that will hit as well. And that is seventeen points of damage. And it's looking pretty rough. That is it for bits me. of stone and rock that are being carved and fleeking and falling guys. off. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Well, there you go. Gorath ends his turn as he's breathing heavily after making his mighty <laughs> swings. All right, the stone golem that has focused on Kelbrick sees that Kelbrick's 
is looking in a rough way. What's your HP? Uh, 15. Okay, he's currently at 15 for you listeners and viewers. <laughs> 15 out of 42. He's going to double axe handle. Jason, you're a double axe handle. Right, yeah, you get that and you're going to drive you into the ground. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> the motto. <laughs> 23. That'll hit. 22 points. And Calbrick's falls. You drive into the ground and he falls. All right, he's now going to move away from Kelbrick's. And he's going to start climbing the stairs. And when he does, his head, like, he has to start, like, honkering down. And the stone, like, grinds into the ceiling because he's, like, shrinking down. So when he makes this attack, he's actually going to be at disadvantage because his form has to change. So he's got one last slam attack. He's going to try to punch into Jayla at disadvantage. It's an 18. And she's going to feel that pain because I'm pretty sure he has a 12. That's going to hurt. 21 points, and she literally gets punched into the back of the wall and <laughs> falls down unconscious. She is a zero HP currently. One shot punch. One punch stone figure. <laughs> Not to be confused with some other anime. Yeah. <laughs> um, moving on now to the gargoyle is literally going to just keep trying to chew on your face there. Get out of here. So he uh, goes with a bite attack. That's the wrong Stab black. Bite attack is going to be seven. That misses. So you stave and fight him off, and then he tries to claw at you. That's an 18. That's five points. You are almost okay. (laughs) (laughs) That headshot (laughs) brought it it back. Okay, that will be the gargoyle's turn. He's going to focus while he's on top of. How many points did you say? Sorry? Five. So, uh, two. two. Kelbrick's death save, please. Success, 18. All right, good job. We're going to end round three and bring us to the top of round four. Our heroes are looking... Yeah, they're looking rough. Mm-hmm. Ari, you're currently prone on the floor with a stone gargoyle trying to chew off your face and horns, uh, and you are slapping it away. You watch Jaela get one-punched into the corner. You watch Kelbrick's struggling... <laughs> to live and Gorath is like literally on death's door knocking at it like come take me I'm done <laughs> um <laughs> so what you got what you gonna do if I pull a potion out and throw it at Gorath is just is that an action or can I count that as my object interaction <laughs> if you're handing it off well that's a conundrum I'm on the ground I know can I just like place it on the ground I, I would say you could use a bonus action to do that not an object interaction. It's okay. going to cost you something to get okay. it to him. That's fine. All we'll right. So, Gorath, you will feel a potion. You'll hear it kind of that... <laughs> and then it'll... And I'll give him... Bump against your boot. <laughs> Uh-oh. The, oh, breaking out the goodies. <laughs> the recovered Greater goodies. Healing. Oh, all the healings. Healings so from So that our... one will bump you. Okay. I'm going to use my ring of the feather. I mean, you're assuming I'm going to get a chance to actually drink this. <laughs> yes, but I'm hoping that at least if it's there, <laughs> I'm going to use my ring of the feather and cast green flame blade on the trident to attack the gargoyle. All right. Hit it. Uh, 
16. Uh, 16. On the, on the, what were we attacking? The gargoyle? The gargoyle. Okay, hang on. It's a little tougher. But you are attacking for prone. Is that like disadvantage from attacking for prone with melee? Honestly, I don't I mean, know. I guess I could stand up first. <laughs> but he's on top of me, right? Yeah, but he's not like grappled with you. You can stand up. He would just like, Rah! that's fine. Okay. We'll, we'll roll with that. Let's keep this. <laughs> let's keep the show going. We're, we're running out of time. Um, yeah, 16 will hit it. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so that's going to be... Numbers and such. 48 plus 3 for 6 for the trident, as well as 1d8 for claim with 2. Okay. Eight. Okay. Anything else? Uh, no, that's all I need. All right, Jaila. I'm going to play it this way. Each one of you guys are going to roll a death save. Well, let yeah. me rephrase. I'm going to choose one choose of you one of to, to roll a death, death save, save for Jayala, and since Kelbrix is the closest, we'll start with him. Come on. No pressure. 20. Come on, Nat 20. No <laughs> pressure. Fuck! That's a six. That's a fail. Nice. One fail. Okay. That'll end our turn. The stone golem that is by Gorath is going to just continue to focus on him. And he's going to give you the double axe handle. <laughs> it's an 18. That it. That's 22. Oh, knock me out. And he falls as you almost swear you hear him say, oh yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, and he's now going to, you fall prone. He's going to take his foot and he's going to. No. Stone cold your ass and stop a mud hole. <laughs> or attempt to. That's 16. I mean, that should hit on that disadvantage. And that is two fails. Well, no, he just has advantage. Okay. If, if your AC is still above. No, that'll hit. Okay. Yeah. What's your AC? 13. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you definitely will hear ribs and things crunching and cracking. That'll end his turn. Yeah, Gorath is in a bad way with two Gorath fails. Gets to die. And Gorath is up next. No. That's cocks, but that okay, was. okay. That's a twelve. <laughs> All right. One save. Building tension out there. Moving on. Other stone golem. Hmm. Yep. He'll just keep focusing. He's gonna focus on uh, Jaila. <laughs> Well, and uh, he's gonna do a. He's gonna like take his foot and just try to crush her into the corner. That did goodbye. Oh, goodbye. That's two fails, and he'll do it again. And she's already got a fail. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she did. She's... She had the six. Yeah, she's in the corner, and she is crushed in the corner like that. And that'll end her life or existence currently. Put the big X of death. Whoosh. She's out. Done. Until or unless our players or some other deity intervenes on her behalf. The stone <laughs> golem is going to now turn and focus on Ari. But its turn is over. The gargoyle is going to take flight again. So it comes off, jumps off the ground, takes flight, gets eye level with Ari, and attempts to claw Ari in the face to give her another scar to match the one she already has. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Love it. Love and it that's here. That's going to be a 18. <laughs> yep. And that's going to be three. 
Are you down? Like you no, got, oh, I got oh, two left. Okay, <laughs> it's getting close. Um, yeah, it's gonna attempt to bite you now. It's got another attack, and it'll try to chew on your face again. That's a thirteen. That'll miss. Ooh. Oh my gosh, I'm sweating. I'm nervous. <laughs> Kelbrix. Hey, don't use that die. <laughs> you swear you hear the voice of somebody say, "You can always switch sides. I can change the tides." <laughs> I've literally been. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling out the war domain. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm going to change I've, over. I've, I've literally been debating it. Right. Uh, God of War may have won his. Uh, I'm his not. Game. Yeah, like I legit have boy. the war domain up because I'm. That's a one. It's not a one. It's a two. It's not a two or a three. No. <laughs> okay. I give. Six. Oh, it's a fail. Where you at? One and one? One and one. Ooh. <laughs> He's gonna save it for the last roll. But like, I'm okay, going... I'll switch sides. <clears throat> no, I'm I'm going to. You're gonna what? You, this is a this is a creating grin exclusive. This just in. <laughs> Fine. If you can get us out of here, oh. I'm yours. <laughs> no problem, is all he's gonna say. That'll end round four, though. Bring us to round five. We're running long. I think this is a good time to cliffhang this episode until <laughs> the next time. And that'll end this chapter of our tale. Stay tuned to see what happens on the next episode. I've got it. Thank you for listening to Creating Grin. Follow us on your favorite podcast format every Friday as we see what happens in the next chapter in our adventurer's tale. Watch us on YouTube. Subscribe, like, and comment. Help us grow. Let us know how we can improve. You can find all things Creating Grin on most platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as well as check us out at our website at creatinggrin.com where you can find links along with pictures, player and character descriptions, as well as campaign setting info. The Music, Living Voyage, Shadowlands Antichamber, Simplex, The Chamber, Curse of the Scarab, are from Kevin McLeod at Incomtech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution License 3.0, creativecommons.org, backslash license, backslash by, backslash 3.0, backslash.